Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Terrace House Talks, the podcast about two friends, one man, one woman, hanging out and talking about the show Terrace House, Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks, where we'll be discussing Terrace House, Aloha State, episode 33, The Blues of Bruno Mars. <laughs> Which was a funny title. Yeah, absolutely. Once you find out who Bruno Mars was, it makes a lot more sense, but... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, it's not the Bruno Mars. Yeah. That would have been impressive. Uh, yes, very much so. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot happens this episode, so yeah. we should really just get right into it. Yes. Because um, it starts with uh, Taishi and Ryo talking about um, kind of how Taishi and, and Chikako's double date went. And again, he talks about mm-hmm. how he wants to, to slow down because they had a really good time, but he also realize that she's not ready and and he wants to respect that but yeah. he also doesn't know exactly how much to slow down because mm-hmm. he said that he was feeling pretty frustrated because i guess they went to a movie mm-hmm. um uh, some amount of time after the double date mm-hmm. but yeah he he wanted to tell her his feelings his true feelings i mean i'm like haven't you already told her his yeah feelings? right but i guess he wants to tell her more of his feelings i mean also i think it might just be like before he leaves the house although he has kind of said like that he wants to be in a relationship but i guess he hasn't told her that he loves her even though he yeah. was saying that from day three or whatever yeah <laughs> taishi but yeah but he also mentions that you know he he realizes that Tara's house is ending and he wants to say it before it ends, but he also wants to make sure that she's ready. And this is the first time, and we see this throughout the episode, that mm-hmm. they're obviously very clear. They they are knowledgeable that the show is ending and they're having mm-hmm. to create new plans and things like that. And and that might make sense. Maybe they gave him an, a month's worth of notice or something like that. And they just mm-hmm. found out, like, just before this, because a few different people talk about how the show's ending soon and, and they have to deal with that. And I think that that does bring a different dynamic onto the show is, you know, Everyone knows that. Sorry, I just saw that you have Spanish written on your notebook. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is an old notebook. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I thought that it's interesting seeing how they deal with this new dynamic of having to leave the house soon and having to leave, and everyone having to leave, and and it being less of a choice. So. Um, it's interesting that he's saying that, like, the thought of losing her really scares him. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, how close are you two? I mean, maybe they're closer than it seems, but... Yeah, but I, I think that, to me, it really... I, and I don't know how this works in translation, but, like, it really spoke to me of, like, how he looks at it. Like, he wouldn't just be losing her. Like, he'd be losing... The love worth dying for. Yeah, well, and just, like, like he would not be winning. Like, he would not be getting what he wants. Like, it would be a loss, you know? Like, not that he no longer oh. has this thing, but, mm-hmm. like, because I don't feel like it is that he has this thing that he would be losing. I think that it's that he would not succeed in his attempt. I didn't get that feeling from him. I thought that it was that he would see it as a loss of this great love of mm. his life that he wanted you know, to have a relationship with, and now that would be gone, and who knows if he would ever find it again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, maybe. But uh, Rio gives some more good advice about how, you know, she has a lot to consider, and that a lot of that is also her ex-husband and her marriage, you know, and that mm-hmm. she, you know, still has to deal with the fact that she was married once before she can go into anything with with uh with taishi which i think again is a good example of him kind of taking his impressions from the last uh, from his conversations with her and then giving advice based off of them without having to say she told me this specifically Mm -hmm. so yeah and then it cuts scene to yeah to to chicago talking with her friend the same friend who mariko right yes yeah so not Mariko in the house, but mm-hmm. Mariko, the one that went on the double date with. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how her ex, Cameron, um, was his name. So her ex-husband, Cameron, it keeps contacting her and saying things like, I don't want you to forget me. And, and I still love you. Mm-hmm. And that he, you know, she hasn't responded to him, but that it makes her feel like she shouldn't be having fun. She shouldn't be happy and she shouldn't be 
moving on basically and, and mm-hmm. that no matter what happens she'll be thinking about him and as mm-hmm. long as he's doing that and Mariko asked her if you know he probably if he knows that it's hurting her and she says he probably doesn't know but I was like mm, you know that is complicating things right mm-hmm. like you know it's not just cut and dry oh this is a nice thing for someone to tell me like you got divorced a year ago it hadn't been that much time and obviously to get divorced is a really serious thing Mm -hmm. um, with a lot of pain and processing and everything that goes into that so and yeah yeah i completely agree And, and i think that he he if he's doing this over text like, yeah. this is not the appropriate way. If, he, if This is something that he is really important to him to express that he's still in love with her, that he wants to be with her or whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. A text message is not the way to do it, especially if every time he sends one of these text messages, she's not responding, you know? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's very much... Well, I don't know if she's not responding at all or if she's not responding in kind. Maybe. She she said that she she didn't respond it's a Mariko, so, mm. but I don't know. I think that either way, I think that he is not picking up hints and that he is very much looking at it from a self-focused point of view. Yeah. And, uh, and that's not great. And we see that in the scene because, because it goes on to, you know, Mariko says that she needs to talk to him and she agrees. And so the next scene is Chikako and Cameron meeting at a mm-hmm. cafe. Yeah. Um, and so we see her just sitting at the table and looking super stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Looking extremely stressed. And then he comes in and like taps her on the shoulder that he's not on the side of Mm -hmm. like a second grader. And please, you've probably done that to me. Yeah. Like a second grader. (laughs) (laughs) But I had hoped that I wouldn't do that at a time when you're super stressed or when you're, we're meeting for the first time in a long time after after we were divorced. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I think it shows and, and like the conversation shows that he came in like really excited and happy and wanting it to be a good thing. You know, he comes in and says that he's really missed her and he was really excited when she reached out and said that they should talk. Mm-hmm. And like, I think he came into this thinking like, maybe we'll get back together or something like good will come out of this. Mm-hmm. And and it was definitely not not where this conversation was going. Yeah. He gave her a letter, mm-hmm. uh, like a card and spoke a little bit in Japanese mm-hmm. um, and said for her to read it later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they they start talking and she basically just says, you know, when you reach out to me, how do you think, like, do you think about how that makes me feel? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's talking all in English as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cameron replies, like, of course I do, you know, and I figure, does it make her happy? Probably not. Does it make mm-hmm. her sad? I don't really know, you mm-hmm. know. And he talks about how he doesn't know how it's how it affects her, and he's but he still want he always thinks about her and he wants to tell her, you know. He still really wants to tell her because he's always thinking about her, and and again, it's very like focused on her. And here he starts finally seeing some of the signs because like I don't mm-hmm. mean to make you angry mm-hmm. because she's clearly not warm to and receptive to what he's putting out there, whether it be those mm-hmm. texts or the you know happy go lucky entrance he had here um yeah and she says she's not angry but she's not happy and the the, the, the texts don't make her happy and mm-hmm. what a surprise you know yeah. <laughs> um and that yeah she doesn't share those feelings and they're already starting different lives and and that while he'll always be something important to her they need to move on and, and he does say like it feels really nice to hear that he'll always be important to her but and she still cares mm-hmm but, but that he thinks better all the time and he keeps her rings by, mm-hmm. you know, the bed. Yeah. And, you know, he, he says, I'll always love you. I'll always care about you. Mm-hmm. And um, he apologizes and he says that he'll keep his feelings to himself if, if mm-hmm. his texts don't make her happy. And, you know, she says, yeah, I, I, I don't want to look back. I want to move forward. And, and. This is when I started noticing, like, this intense, sad music over this yeah, scene. of course. Of just how dramatic it is and mm-hmm. how sad this scene is for them. But, um, yeah. 
And like he says, like, I'm still living in the house. Yeah. Like, I still have our pet dog. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. So, <laughs> and, and I think... a Bruno Mars. That's, that is a, a good point. Like, yeah. Like, having to live in a house that you no longer share with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I although I also see for her not being able to have time with her pet that she had, like, it can also be hard. But... Yeah, but that's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's definitely a difficult situation. And they they talk about whether it would be okay for them to uh, keep seeing each other and her to come over and get the dog or to see the dog. And she says, if it's too hard for you when this happens, then I, I am fine with it not happening, with not mm-hmm. seeing the dog. And he says, no, I, I want you to be happy and I'll be okay, you know, and that he'll be fine. Um and so, yeah, he, he, they both say they want the other to be happy. And they, uh, that, yeah, he feels better hearing that. And so, although, yeah, he, he kind of ends it with, like, yeah, no, I, I feel better now. Mm-hmm. Which, like, maybe he feels better than he felt in his lowest moments. But, again, I think that he was so high on the possibility of seeing them that he probably doesn't feel better now than he did at the beginning of this or right before he he met her, but yeah. Either way, I, I think that yeah, it's good that they were able to talk about it, and it must be hard for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't really imagine what that would be like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but so then they they leave. They leave, and she reads the letter once they're they're uh, separated, and. We kind we of have no idea what was in it. We don't. We see a flash of it, and it is a lot of very nice handwriting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we. I, I wonder what that letter would be, and what that tone would be in the letter, mm-hmm. because it. Yeah, it was written by him before they talked. Mm-hmm. But. but the interesting thing is, he asked her to read it later, knowing that it could probably not go well. Mm-hmm. That's so. true. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I'll just have to respect their privacy. No. Not go back and freeze frame on the letter and see if I can decipher <laughs> Blow what it, it up. says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then it goes to the panel. Mm-hmm. And Tori's like, that was mature, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was. Well, she says that Cameron seemed mature. Right? No, I thought she meant like the whole. The, them as a whole? Yeah, okay. Situation. Like how they talked about things. Mm hmm. And yeah, they, that that he's still hanging on, but her heart was set, and that that doesn't have to cut off the relationship as a whole. But yeah, it's it's done, and this is what Chicago came to say and to do. Um, and they were saying that it would. It's really interesting because Taishi will have no idea what just happened. Yeah. Um, and who knows what foolhardy thing he could do <laughs> which is absolutely <laughs> accurate but also was really interesting because the the next scene is mm-hmm. her telling taishi like yeah. immediately when she gets home which like i didn't actually expect no me neither and... i expected he might do something <laughs> <laughs> and so also the panel didn't expect it either yeah. so maybe we all re- misread chicago a bit but yeah she goes and she she's looking for him and uh Ryo says that he's up in their room and so she goes up and actually wakes him up and they they start chatting and she says yeah i went and i met with my ex because he's been contacting me mm-hmm. but it was funny because she first comes in and he is sleeping yeah and then she's like oh sorry i woke you up he's like no it's okay he's like oh sorry you're tired he's like i'm not tired and it's like <laughs> you were just asleep taishi <laughs> it's 100 something i would say <laughs> Um, that is 100% something you do say yes. all the time. Exactly. I've never been tired in my life. Oh. Um. <laughs> the key is he's always tired. Yes. Except it's not a superpower like Bruce Banner. Or at least it's not a, a useful one. <laughs> the sleep hulk is not a thing, unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately. <laughs> would you just turn into a huge monster and fall asleep? So, or would you only t- turn into the monster when you're sleeping, in which case you'd always be the monster? I have a friend who's a young boy who we talk about Marvel Comics a lot. And at one point, he, he used to call me Marvel Guy. Actually, he still calls me Marvel Guy. But um, <laughs> at one point, I was staying with him and his family for a bit, and I sleep in 
many times, and he was always mm-hmm. like, why, why isn't Marvel Guy up? And so they gave me a new nickname, which was Don Dortmere, um, and we created a whole mm-hmm. power set about how the more I sleep, the more power I have. And so I have actually already established that this is my superpower. Yeah, but I don't see you powerful, so you'd be even weaker if you didn't sleep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is scientifically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't sound like a superpower. (laughs) Anyway. But if you were Sleep Hulk, then you would only be Chris while you were sleeping. Because you're always sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Because if you turned into the Hulk when you were sleepy, like he Mm -hmm. turns into the Hulk when he's angry, Mm -hmm. right? Then Then you would would always be the Hulk except while you were sleeping. Except when I'm sleeping because I'm not sleepy while I'm sleeping. That makes sense. Could dig it no i don't there's a part in <laughs> comics where the hulk actually turned into the hulk at night and said and like werewolf style almost and uh he hmm. uh and so at times like bruce banner would lock himself at night but that sometimes the hulk would lock when the hulk had like more sentience the hulk would lock bruce banner up during the day so that he could never go out and do anything during the day because he... that sounds evil yeah the hulk and banner do not have the best relationship mm. Anyways, let's get back to our other nerdy thing that we do. That's true. Yeah, this sorry. I'll, I'll keep my uh, my Marvel stuff along uh, with just my friend Aloy in our Marvel podcast, which we also do, which maybe our listeners will be interested in sometime. Maybe. Maybe when you actually do it. Yeah, we need to get more episodes. <laughs> well, anyway. Did you do the first one? We did the first one, yeah. You so. put it up? I haven't put it up yet. Oh, well. Because I want to I want to have more oh, available. stockpile. Yeah, so they'll be coming out soon. Wink. But I won't be there, so will anyone really want to listen? Probably not. I guess there's a but, cute little boy. Yeah, Aloy is quite, quite delightful, so. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Yeah, so so this this talk is actually I think really like honest and refreshing. Like she she says how you know exactly why she wanted to talk to her ex and she um and and what they talked about and and why and she says and I'm going to continue to like engage with him that you know with this dog like I'm still going to see him and he's always going to be important to me and that's something that just is the case. But she wanted to tell Taishi because she trusts him and because she's been thinking about them, like, and he, she knows that he's been thinking about them and that this is something that she felt like she needed to, to talk to him about. And I think that's pretty mature. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was sad, though, that she said that it's been really hard on her ex and she honestly pities him. Yeah. I'm like... He will probably watch this show and at the very least this episode since he's on it. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really what you want to say? Yeah. Oh. But I mean, and and that's just yeah, that's not a great feeling to have for people Mm-mm. to pity them. Um, Unless you're Bilbo, and it like, just doesn't end up well. And that's the thing is, it's it's not it's not I feel bad for him. It's I pity him. You know. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was interesting, though, she said that the fact that she's telling him this is because she trusts him and she wants him, Taishi, and she wants him to know this part of her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And so. she doesn't want to hide that from him, you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... But then it goes, the next scene is her talking to... Mariko mm-hmm. and, and Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. yeah. And, but she was saying, like, Taishi has no idea how things were with my ex. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just wondering, is there more that she isn't, hasn't told them? I mean, obviously things must have been pretty bad if you're getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they ask her, you know, how does Taishi feel about this? And she says she doesn't know. And, and that asking him how he feels would be like saying, I want to be, I want you to be my boyfriend. It would be like saying that she's in and she's committed. Um, Which I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a bit of a jump, honestly. Yeah. I think that honestly. I mean, you can always preface it. I'm not saying this. Right. <laughs> I'm just wondering how you're feeling yeah, about you it. Yeah, you communicate more. That's yeah. always nice. <laughs> but I think even like that last conversation, 
felt that way in a lot of ways, you know, like it, it showed that she was taking things seriously, you know, and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that she was committing. And I think Taishi saw that, but it did mean that she was, you know, looking at things in a mature way and engaging with him in a mature way. And I think that you can do that even if you are not saying, I want you to be my boyfriend. Or I don't want you to be my girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But she he- mentions here that, that, you know, Mariko asks, you know, but you have been considering him, right? And Chigako says that she doesn't want to do long distance. That's the kind of the thing that's holding her back. And Sherry asks if if it wasn't long distance, would she like him? You know, would she want to date him? Mm-hmm. And Chigako says, yeah, yeah, she probably would. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Taishi and yo talking about it mm-hmm. and their debrief yeah <laughs> went a little differently yeah taishi was talking about how like freaked out and scared he was when she mm-hmm. first started saying that she was going to talk about her ex and and how he starts crying and which is fine yeah but rio says rio was not fine yeah he's he like says, men shouldn't cry and hands him a kleenex box i'm just like, like he had been so great I know, he had been good. Yeah. Oh, sexism dies hard, unfortunately. Yeah. But... But, um... Yeah, because that's one of the things I actually do like about Taishi, that he can be sensitive and he can be in touch with his emotions and he can cry and be okay with it. Absolutely. Um, and he doesn't so, have to feel, I have to be macho or something. Totally. Like so that. The, the panel, like always rags on him for yeah. which is annoying as well it's like know? there's plenty of things about him that we can rag on yeah exactly but this is not one of them yeah yeah but they were talking about the situation and mm-hmm. i i totally understood it from his point of view like you get woken up you're a little disoriented and it seems like something serious if the person's coming to talk to you while you know it's late at night you're asleep um and the way that she prefaced everything mm-hmm. was very much like, I want to tell you about how I like met with my ex. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you why I met with my ex. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you why I'm telling you this. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I can totally imagine, again, I'm an overthinker like Taishi. Like, mm-hmm. in that moment, I would definitely be all like, oh, no, she's going to say my worst fear instead of, you know. I don't want to be with you or we're getting back together and we're going to give it another try or whatever exactly. it would be. Mm-hmm. So, um, but... Ryo mentions that, you know, the fact that she told Taishi shows that she was thinking about him. And, mm-hmm. and Taishi says, yeah, yeah, I was I was really freaked out, but now I'm I'm relieved to hear it. Yeah, that he was way more freaked out about that than her having contact with her ex. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that it will continually be happening more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I feel like that's a valid response. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Wes has a quick scene where he's meeting with people about producing a new music video before they leave again he mentions that he's leaving at the end of the month so they need to get done before then mm-hmm. um and i didn't even write anything down i forgot that happened because <laughs> it was so uninspiring yeah it was uh it was ridiculous there was a moment and the panel kind of comments on this too where where the director or the cameraman or someone is asking him like do we have female talent for this and there was a woman sitting at the table who mm-hmm. like earlier i do not think said it said like dancer or talent or actress or anything like when they're introducing the names mm-hmm. or whatever and so and Wes is like oh she's she's the female talent in his very like you know low energy way mm-hmm. and the the cameraman or director is like oh oh like that's great and like he he seems very surprised mm-hmm. and i was just thinking like was there a trend like did he not understand what he meant by female talent like does he is this woman actually doing this did he just volunteer her right now yeah, like this is I a really weird conversation confused. And it's like, what do you envision for this video? Just like on the beat, hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And then it'd be like, you mean like the good life, like living the good life. It's like, yeah, good life. Good life. That's what it is. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <sighs> um, but then we see almost everyone hanging out. Everyone, I think, except for Chicago, are chilling. And uh, Mariko asks Wes if he's free on Sunday. Well... Sherry mm-hmm. was like, oh, Mariko right. has something to ask you. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you forgot. That's I a key did. detail. Yeah, that'll be well, a thing later, well, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. She she says that, Sherry says that Mariko has something to ask, and Mariko asks if Wes is free 
on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, he's free. And she says, um, okay. You know, and it she's like lying down, I think. And, and she just like seems to be very nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, she was definitely embarrassed. And She even said she was embarrassed. Yeah. And she, she's <laughs> laughing a lot. And then, you know, she says, you know, you like to drink, right? Uh, and he's like, yeah, I do. And she's like, okay, well, why don't we go to an outdoor bar? And so it sounds like they're going to go out there. And, and at this point, definitely it just seems like she kind of like was nervous. And, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, no, Mariko, don't head down that path. Yeah, we still know so little about her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just been in these group settings that, uh, you know, the big thing that happens this episode, like, we only hear, like, conversations about what happened. We don't actually see, which we'll get mm-hmm. to at the end of the episode. But, like, so I was just like, really? What what do you see in Wes? Like, I did not see that yeah, coming at all. completely. Because um, it just yeah. seems like it's, she, it's a date that she's asking that on. And maybe mm-hmm. she, I was thinking, like, maybe she was, you know, pressured because the house is you know ending soon or whatever else it might be but we definitely find out later on that not everything is as it seems mm-hmm. so she and sherry both go to bed mm-hmm. so it's just the guys left and uh taishi talks about oh before they do taishi talks about how he's turning 30 yes and mm-hmm. sherry starts ribbing him on how he like wanted to find a love of a lifetime before mm-hmm. he turned 30 and laughing at him again and they're like look at the timing yeah <laughs> and so she's laughing and Ty, she's just like i don't understand why you're laughing <laughs> like she's just like you're crazy and she's like you know you're crazy taishi <laughs> she's like i just don't understand <laughs> we know taishi yeah. we know you don't understand <laughs> but yes after sherry and mariko go to bed uh ryo asks or, or suggests to taishi that that he should tell chikako his feelings on his birthday which I think is the worst idea I've ever heard That's of in my great. life. No. <laughs> like, ever since Rio said the mention cry statement, he just hasn't had good ideas, hasn't had good advice. Certainly thus far, He's yeah. Just he going downhill. Yeah. Because no... that is so bad. First of all, if she doesn't reciprocate, mm-hmm. then it ruined your birthday. And also, who's going to let someone down on their birthday mm-hmm. like it's just adding this extra pressure to the person that you're telling which isn't considerate of them because it's putting them in a very difficult position yeah. and it's just not you know like then what if they say like okay we'll try you know because they don't want to be like no happy birthday yeah yeah no i completely agree i think that that it is never a good idea to try to do something big in a day that's like quote unquote special, you know, mm-hmm. like their birthday, your birthday, Valentine's Day, Christmas, whatever it might be, like mm-hmm. it's not going to to end or it has the high chance of not ending well and it adds more pressure to both of you and it makes things just more difficult. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. Someone showed up. At my parents' house when I was in high school um, with flowers, which I don't do flowers, so (laughs) clearly you don't know me very well. Um, And this was cool, uh, like hand-drawn card. That's cool. Yeah. And asked me to be their girlfriend. And I was like, no. (laughs) I felt bad, but I'm sorry you're asking me and I'm going to tell you no because I'm going to say no. I don't know you very well. Yeah. Maybe we can go out a few times and see if I'm interested, but we've only seen each other like three times, including the time I met you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just not going to happen. So... Yeah, don't do that. I mean, I will just still tell you no, but other people might not. Yeah, no, it's... It just feels manipulative. And I don't think that's how Taishi would be doing it, but that's what it... I see him as it's part of the romance. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's It's like, like, oh, oh. it'll be this wonderful day. It'll be my birthday. And all I want for my birthday is to spend with Chikako. And, like, (laughs) it'll be a week before I leave Tara's house. And, like, it's very, yeah, this big thing in him. But that's the problem is that he focuses more on these stories in his head mm-hmm. then he actually cares about his actions and, and and relationships yeah but apparently his birthday is one week before they leave so yeah. so maybe in a couple episodes we'll see 
What happens? What happens? Um, after that, we cut to a pretty long scene in an izakaya mm-hmm. where it's the three guys who are currently on the house. And then mm-hmm. Eric comes in. And so does Armand and Martha, which was really great to see as well. Although we didn't get to see enough. Yeah. It was short and focused around Eric. (laughs) Yes, it was. Last thing I want to focus on. Because, yeah, almost like immediately they just start asking Eric like what his side of the the Sherry thing was. And, and, you know, Taishi says, you know, I've only heard Sherry's side. And Eric's like, what did she say? And so he mentions that, yeah, no, he was she was excited about seeing you and she was going to tell the russian that you know this russian guy that she was also seeing that <laughs> the she was russian. yeah right uh <laughs> that she you know was going to break up with him but then she had a really good time that night and so she decided to stay with him and now they're going out together and and even that like it sounds like what she told taishi isn't correct because it very much didn't seem like she was like at the end of the night was like i had such a good time tonight I do want to be with you. Like, Mm -hmm. it was very much like, I've been really excited about going out with you. And, like, she came in with it thinking that she was going to be with him, not with Eric. Yeah, because when she was thinking about turning him down, Mm -hmm. then she, um, then she was getting more and more excited just about seeing the Russian guy. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that, that could have just gotten a little confused because it was a minor detail. Yeah, but... Yeah, so, but Eric definitely hadn't heard any of this. He did not really, mm-hmm. he did, and he certainly hadn't heard it from Sherry. And so he talks about how they went out to the bar and then went home together and mm-hmm. that they texted the next day for a bit and then she just stopped responding. Mm-hmm. And, which was very much different from what she told uh, the, the house. People, yeah. Um, Saying that she hadn't heard from him. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe he stopped texting after she stopped responding. Which is kind of natural. Right. Like, so, that's so that's the thing. I don't means, know but... if he, after she stopped responding that day, mm-hmm. if he tried again and she didn't respond. Exactly. But it seems kind of like it would maybe be that way. Although, I guess it hasn't been that long since. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. He uh, makes it clear that they had sex uh that <laughs> night and well we don't know exactly what happened that's true he says a gentleman never tells which is yeah. a great way of saying something happened exactly um but uh but they the, the kind of the table starts isn't like maybe that was the reason that she wasn't interested which and he's like yeah i was <laughs> i'm worried like, now about i'm that. worried about that and i mean that sounds terrible right <laughs> oh, oh god can you imagine yeah uh, but also, I mean, that probably could be fairly likely when you don't know each other. You mm-hmm. don't know anything of, like, what each other might like or how, it, like, there isn't any emotional intimacy. So it's probably fairly easy for it just not be great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know... Rio asks if, if that was, you know, how he's been feeling since, if he it made him feel down. And he says, yeah, that, you know, he liked her at first, but the way that she acted, you know, hurt him and that mm-hmm. she just let things end. Yeah, she never said anything. And Taishi... That she was choosing another person or anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Taishi says, you know, she said the same thing to me about Nikki and Anna, that, mm-hmm. you know, you can't see both of them without explaining what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so Taishi said the same thing to her and mm-hmm. that she should reach out to Eric and, and explain, you know, what was happening. And Eric says, yeah, she never she never did that. Yeah, which, like, is just very disappointing mm-hmm. that she would act like that because what she told the Taishi was right originally. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, she... we were really impressed with her coming in because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. But now, yeah, she yeah. just does what's easy and what she wants and that's not like she even told him that she was seeing someone else so why wouldn't she now say hey it's going well with this other person Mm -hmm. you know yeah Yeah. it doesn't Um, have to be like i don't like you 
I regret that night we spent together. Like, And it, it feels to me like she was waiting, maybe waiting for him to reach out again. And then she'd be like, oh, actually, I'm not doing this. But I like, don't know. Even, even if that's no. the case, it's still not being forthright, you know? It's well, still especially if she was the one who stopped him. responding. Yeah. It's know. still not treating with respect in any way. Yeah. And that's that's what Taishi was saying. Yeah. That he doesn't think that she treats people with the respect that they should. Um, that yeah, he, she should. and Yeah, that, that she doesn't consider what other people feel and, and that she's a weak person, mm-hmm. you know? Um, <laughs> adds a little um, pithy uh, a remark about people who talk aggressively tend to be weak. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like... insecure. And I'm like, insecure, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I, I think I can see it. I really appreciate the idea rather than like people who talk aggressively are strong. Because right. they probably aren't if they have to talk aggressively. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. But I mean, I in that in that conversation, I didn't really think she was talking aggressively. So I didn't either. I think that maybe he can see that, but yeah. yeah. Um, and like Wes does say, like you know, I feel bad for her when she does that. You know, when she like doesn't treat people with respect is mm-hmm. what I got from it. And like I was interested in what he was trying to say there. If he was trying to make it more about seeing her more sympathetically or or what he, exactly he was saying and why he feels bad for her. Yeah, but... or, like, he feels bad for her because she doesn't realize she's mm. doing it. But what? <laughs> it just didn't really make sense. I was confused. Yeah. But, yeah, that and so that conversation basically, yeah, the, the, them going out to the bar definitely becomes just kind of about how Eric and Sherry, Sherry did not treat him respectfully when, when they broke up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh... And yeah, and like, that's the other thing about not communicating is that when you go home with someone and you sleep with them and, and she's saying that I feel like I can tell you anything and she's being, you know, this close to him, like, yeah, it probably would have made him think that things were on track and things were going well. And then for him to hear from other people, because he mentions that he heard from someone else that she was dating someone Mm -hmm. and like that sucks that's really hard and that that is you're being treated the person doesn't care enough about you to even talk to you and tell you what's going on you know yeah they would prefer to have you not in their life at all and they prefer they don't care what you find out and how you hear things and what you feel about it and Mm -hmm. that sucks yeah to not to just not care how you feel about something like that should never be the case yeah yeah even for eric (laughs) <laughs> Even Eric doesn't deserve that, Sherry. It's true. So the panel reconvenes, and they talk about uh, how uh, these last few scenes went. Um, you know, they, they talk about how they think Taishi was worried more about himself and not about her. And that, again, they talk about how he shouldn't be crying, but how they yeah. think that it was not right for him to be freaking out himself instead of worrying about her and that i thought I, that that was too hard on him I because agree. if someone approaches you in the middle of the night when you're asleep to talk to you and you've made your feelings clear and they haven't mm-hmm. like i i think it's completely valid and fine for him to have felt if she was crying and he was of then course. freaking out about himself okay but but she looked very calm and collected. Yeah. She, you know, was put together and and she didn't seem upset and he yeah. was upset. And, like, I think that that does go into that same idea of, like, men shouldn't be feeling things. They should be protecting women and yeah. being that shoulder for them to cry on or whatever it might be. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, men also can feel things. And when someone you love or someone you're interested in says or does things that make you scared or worried or hurt, yeah, feel those things, mm-hmm. you know? And just because... And, and I also, like, this is very anecdotal, but, like, I have seen and even been in a relationship where, like, the... Like, if the man is upset about something, a woman starts becoming upset about things themselves, which then divert the conversation, you know? Because oh, the expectations so for the man the to... the person that you... Yeah, me at times, but not always. Was. Yeah. So, like, for me, it definitely happened yeah. where, like, mm-hmm. yeah, my my partner, like, I would be upset and then she would start getting upset about something and mm-hmm. I would feel 
the expectation was for me to take care of her and, and make mm. sure that she was all right. And yeah. then my concerns wouldn't be addressed, you know, yeah, or, or, or talked problem. about. And yeah, it's, it's a problem and it's manipulative mm-hmm. and it's, it's not a partnership. Mm-hmm. And so I think that gender dynamics come into play for that. I think that I'm mm-hmm. sure that there are men who do the same thing and that that kind of mutilation is terrible yeah. in general. But yeah. like, I think that when it, it's tied into this idea of men shouldn't feel men should control their emotions. Mm-hmm. Men should be there for women. Like, it, it yeah. just rubs me the wrong way. Well, and the problem is there's plenty of times where Taishi was thinking something or wanting something and he wasn't thinking about Chikako as much as he should have. True. Just like a situation if he goes ahead with telling her how he feels on his birthday that is putting her in a very, like, uncomfortable spot. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think those are the times that you call that sort of thing out not when you're just worried because this person clearly wants to talk to you about something exactly that's just normal and that's the other thing is that this is not a premeditated thing that he was planning on you know acting this way with Mm -hmm. her when she brought up his her ex like yeah he woke her she woke him up and he Mm -hmm. had to figure out what was going on and 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 deal with it as it came, you know? And, and Yeah, I had a situation. It was the exact opposite. But I I had a friend. Uh, uh, we weren't super close, but we were friends. And would have good conversations and laugh together and everything. And he just called me up out of the blue. And normally we didn't call. We would, like, email or text or something. Mm. And was like, I wanted to talk with you about something. And I just had this sinking feeling. And I was Mm. like, oh, no, what did I do? Like, that was the first thought. Like, he's addressing something he's upset with me about. Then it was, he was confessing that he liked me and asked me out. So, and then I laughed because. (laughs) You're heartless. No, because I thought that he was going to confront me on something. And then it was that. But it you have that sinking feeling like what did I do wrong or what something bad is going to happen now because this is out of the blue. This hasn't happened before. For sure. So, yeah. But then the panel talks about how Mariko asked Wes to go mm-hmm. on Sunday for drinks. How cute it was the way she asked him. Because mm-hmm, she was super embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Yamachan was like, is there any other way for Wes to talk? That was the most unenthusiastic, like, acceptance ever. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, he uses almost no inflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's extremely low energy and, mm-hmm. and very, uh, like, and even this next scene, we'll see it again. Like, yeah, even in scenes that are kind of high tension or high drama, like, mm-hmm. he With has emotion. no emotion in his voice, mm-hmm. which, again, makes it so that, like, when he was basically turning Anna down, mm-hmm. it felt cold yeah. because of that. But also, I feel like, in general, Sherry doesn't really have much inflection at least recently, I yeah. felt like, I'm like, what is happening? Are you always hung over? I felt the same way. Hap- I've thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, is she hung over? Is she drunk? Like, what is yeah. happening here? She like, talks, like, super slowly and without any inflection and just, like, kind of seems out of it all the time. Yeah, she sometimes, like, seems to be laughing at things that no one else is, like, yeah. like getting, like... It, yeah, I definitely like, have felt are the same you way. On drugs? Like, what is going on? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, because it seems very different from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, that's the thing is, at the beginning, Sherry was so like she was a go getter. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, she seemed responsible and proactive and things like that. And like right now, she seems like a different person. She seems, mm-hmm. you know, like she's laying around and, you know, and maybe it's just that we're not seeing her at work well, and we're not seeing her doing things, but it's like... that. It's just the choices that she's making now show her character mm-hmm. and that she isn't responsible and that she isn't respectful and she isn't caring of other people's feelings and she doesn't think through her decisions and make good ones. Uh, so... Which I agree with, but I think yeah. that just like like you're saying with the way she's talked. Yeah, like the just way, the she way that she's definitely different. She seems to just kind of be like lazing around the house sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like and and yeah, I just don't know what's 
and and her. next we'll see another big example and let, let's go into that because mm-hmm. like the the this last part of the show came out of nowhere yeah i was like what yeah because so yeah so um mariko is sitting at the table by herself right and, and i'm just like why are you sitting there alone drinking water <laughs> And people start filing in first mm-hmm. Taishi in Chicago. And Taishi's and, like, what's wrong? And, she, and Mariko says nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it definitely seems like Chicago's the one who's calling people in mm-hmm. to, to meet. And that they uh, wait for Rio and then for Wes. And mm-hmm. Sherry is not there. But mm-hmm. the, they start talking and... and Chicago says that she called them together because she even says like she didn't mean for everyone to have to come. Mm-hmm. In fact, she's like, "Isn't that what, what you, you wanted?" wanted? <laughs> and she says that that Mariko has been really sad. And when she asked why, she found out something that she thought everyone should talk about. And Mariko breaks down. She breaks down and she said that she can't do this. And you know she was sorry, and she has to go. Yeah, she doesn't want. She doesn't want to talk about this, and Mm -hmm. she just leaves. She got up from the table and left. Yeah, Yeah. and so Taishi asks, just looking at each other, like, what What is this about? Taishi asks Chicago if she knows Mm -hmm. what's about, and so Chicago starts telling this this uh, these things that happened. Of so they were talking. This is before Mariko asked us out, and. Uh, Sherry said something about how Wes didn't like Mariko. Mm-hmm. And she apparently may have used the word hate, but mm-hmm. even if she didn't, the tone that she used and the way that she phrased it made it sound like Wes said something pretty harsh mm-hmm. about Mariko. Yeah, I wasn't listening to see if they used, like, Daikirai or something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't listening, but they were definitely talking about the word hate because Wes first says... I didn't say that I hated her. Yeah. Uh, apparently what he says said is that parts of her he doesn't know how to deal with. Right. And I wonder what that means. Exactly. I have no idea because we don't know very much about her mm-hmm. yet. Um, and so Chicago said that, uh, you know, Wes isn't a kid and that he wouldn't just hate someone and mm-hmm. that... Uh, Mariko should talk to him about it. And so that's why mm-hmm. Mariko asked him to go out because she wanted mm-hmm. to talk to him about it there. And yeah, Wes says that he never said that he he hated her, but that he didn't know how to deal with parts of her. And and um, and then it, it goes over to, to a different camera and you just see Mariko like in the hallway just like, freaking out like yeah. sobbing crying and, against the wall mm-hmm. like yeah like she yeah she's like has a lot of anxiety or um is really stressed about the situation and just and, I, and breaking down from what we see i'm sure yeah. very extremely embarrassed that oh, this is happening sure. this way and yeah. just like overcome i mean because it's it's hard enough to know oh someone doesn't like you and then to have to address it and then break down while addressing it. And it's just, right. yeah, it's, and know that all of this is being filmed. Yeah. Like it's, and this is really in rough. a shared house situation with mm-hmm. that you've only been there for a week and a half. Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Chicago says that, you know, um, Mariko has been agonizing it about it alone and that she wanted to help. And she hates talking about this without Sherry, but mm-hmm. she thought that it was necessary, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mariko comes back. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, can someone please make me laugh? Yeah, like, do like, something, weird, something weird. Like, or, yeah. just make me laugh because I'm so embarrassed and I'm mm-hmm. sorry for being so stupid. I know. I felt so badly yeah. for her. And, and she says to Wes, you know, like, I know we have opposite personalities, mm-hmm. but I would like to be your friend. You know, I'd still like to be friends yeah. with you. And he says, yeah, I think the same. I would want that too. And it's just so interesting because we haven't seen much of her personality. We've only seen really this bit of her where it's focused on her. By far the most we've seen from, mm-hmm. from her this this show. And and yeah, I don't know like, what... Like, yeah, what are the parts and of her that he doesn't know how to deal with and what about the personalities? I'm like, oh, maybe I would like her. <laughs> yeah. I don't really like Wes's personality. 
And honestly, I think that this is a big problem with the way that these last few episodes have been edited. They've mm-hmm. been focusing so much on Sherry and Eric and Chikako and Taishi mm-hmm. that they haven't shown enough of what's happening with these other relationships. Yeah, the same thing that happened with Mila. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, we just had no... Why was she leaving? Mm-hmm. And what was happening? And how long had it been that she decided... Since she decided this was... You know, she was going to leave. And How did she tell the other roommates, you know? Yeah, and, it was just... And so we could have seen more interactions between Wes and uh, and Mariko, which prompted Wes and Sherry's conversation. Mm-hmm. We could have seen the conversation between the girls. We could have seen yeah. so much more. We could have just seen a few things about, like, Mariko and Wes, like, a joke not landing or something like mm-hmm. that, where we actually see something that gives context to this, so this isn't just out of the blue and the first thing that we find out about mm-hmm. who Mariko is as a person. Yeah, and I'm like, you put in him meeting with people about a music video, mm-hmm. but you don't give any context to this. Exactly. It was just really strange. And, and... like, we followed so much of Rio yes- last week about... Uh, you know, him going out to the different shops and him going out with Chicago mm-hmm. and all this thing, this stuff. And Chicago talking with all these people about, you know, where she stands with Taishi. Like, mm-hmm. so much conversations that seem to be centering around the same kind of things over and over again. And we could be giving more context to these other people in the house who we're not even have for that much longer. Yeah. I think this definitely. is really poor editing. Um yeah, Terrace House. By yeah, by the show because because this came out of nowhere and and I'm and we're still confused by it. I am at least. Mm-hmm. But then they they talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mariko says that she was talking with Sherry after she asked Wes to go get drinks, and that Sherry said Wes probably doesn't want to go with Mariko. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, she obviously Mariko then didn't want to go yeah. to to talk with him about it, and so she said that oh well, like I think I'm gonna cancel, and that Sherry said that you know she would seem like the bad guy then, and he'd probably just hate her even more if she canceled. Yeah, and so it sounds like that for sure is a use of the word hate. Mm-hmm. Um, by Sherry mm-hmm. and because she said who that knows in she said it earlier yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. and um and yeah so th- these this idea that like Sherry would be the bad guy like Sherry's so yeah. worried about herself yeah and and how people would see her if they found out that she told Mariko that Wes wouldn't want to go with her and so she she canceled the date like yeah there's so much going on here that like Sherry's putting into play and I just don't get why like what's no, she doing I don't know what she's doing why but all I know is that she's being incredibly selfish mm-hmm. and just a terrible person to Mariko like she's new to the house you're telling first of all you don't tell someone oh yeah this person doesn't like you like, who does that anyway? Are we in second grade? Yeah. And then to be like, oh, yeah, um, while they're all in the room together, oh, Mariko wants to ask you something, Wes. Like, that was Sherry initiated that. And that's the thing. And that's why I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and you reminded me. Because, yeah. like, if she's the one who is saying that there's an issue here mm-hmm. why is she the one who's making her do this oh like, totally and then after she asks then tells her oh he probably doesn't even want to go with you like that is just across the board terrible yeah like that is so bad make someone do something they don't want to do and they're embarrassed about because they're trying to do something healthier and actually address issues yeah. and then right afterwards tell them like oh yeah he probably doesn't want to go but don't cancel because then i'm gonna seem like the bad guy and she also says i'm not gonna tell you things like this any- anymore yeah. and it's like as if you are taking away a gift that you're giving, yeah. you know, of yeah. of causing all this sadness and this hurt and and these this tension between these housemates. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I don't know. Does she just really dislike Monica? Like, what? Well, why is, would Taishi she do mentions this? that 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 Mariko and Sherry are really close? 
Or, like, they, I guess they were maybe talking and hanging out a lot or something. Because, I mean, she hasn't been there that long, but. But, yeah, but, so, I wonder if that's what it is or if it's, it, I honestly just don't know. And Taishi doesn't know either. He says, like, why would she ask you that? Like, of course it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, that's not a good friend. Yeah. Which, exactly, that is not a good friend. Yeah. At all. Uh, Yeah. And. Yeah, Chicago too was like, why, why would he, she be doing this? Why would she say that to you if it wasn't true? Because you know that if was never said that. And Bariko mentions that you know, hate is a word that she wouldn't use in English or in Japanese. It's such a strong word that yeah, she would never a use person, it. Yeah, and like, yeah, I, I don't know what is happening with Sherry, but she is not. It feels like she's so flippant about everything, that she's so uncaring. Like, maybe it's that she sees this as just an opportunity for her career or what, but, like, she doesn't actually seem to be caring about the personal relationship she's building, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't actually seem to be caring about, like, what what she's doing to these people and and how it might affect them and, and and whether this is a real thing like it feels like she's coming in like an american reality tv star of being like i'm gonna be the most ridiculous so that i can be on camera well but that's the thing from the beginning it seemed like she did care about nikki and anna's feelings because that's why she was addressing the thing with tai chi Mm -hmm. but like ever since then it doesn't seem like she cares about anyone but herself yeah and even then, like, now I'm starting to fr- create this yeah. fan fiction in my mind that, like, Sherry yeah. came on here specifically to stir the pot. She wanted to be the crazy one. She wanted to be the... But how is that going to help your career if you're in real estate? Maybe she doesn't only want to be in real estate. Maybe she just wants to be, like, she's using real estate as a way to network and to meet high-powered people or whatever it might be. Like, I don't know. You know, the same. The, there are people who go on... Uh, who go on American reality TV shows and they just like, you know, by being the known character, even if it's just because you're outrageous, they get ad deals, they get all these other things and Mm -hmm. it maybe doesn't last forever, but it can make them money then. And like, I, I don't know if I believe this is what Sherry's doing, but I think that there's a lot of strong evidence to say that Sherry just came on to like, I, I think if someone created that argument, I think that they would be able to have a lot of support for it. Easily prove it. Because yeah. even that thing with about Nikki and Anna, you know, that was her challenging Taishi. That was her stirring the pot and creating conflict, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's but the kind then, of thing that also gets her screen time. Yeah. But then I'm just wondering, okay, because this is getting really dark. Mm-hmm. Because then does that mean the whole reason she even went out with Eric or did anything was just to create more drama and have because they weren't going to just show her with another dating another person it was just because he was you know had been on terrace house before and then they finally showed the russian guy because she had a conversation about eric Mm -hmm. and that relationship yeah you know like it could just get really dark really quickly but i guess either way whether she's doing it that way or she's just doing it because she doesn't care about people both is terrible agreed so yeah i I, yeah it's just really disappointing and and taishi like he kind of ends the episode talking about you know she's disappointed or upset a lot of us you know not Mm -hmm. to the same extent because none of and he says because none Mm -hmm. of us are as close as you are as mariko is with her but you know she has definitely upset him in that the way she treats people without respect and without care and that Mm -hmm. he thinks that they should all talk about it Mm -hmm. and uh was agrees and and yeah and mariko says thanks you know um but that's how the episode ends and i can't Mm -hmm. imagine that's not what the next episode is going to be about yeah yeah Uh, that was surprising i didn't expect i didn't expect all of that to come tumbling down either i thought that seeing the x might be the big thing from this episode Mm -hmm. you know but yeah that after the izakaya like hangout and then that like it definitely seems like sherry's the villain of the end of aloha state and it's uh 
And yes, yeah. they always end with one. <laughs> yeah, at least Boys and Girls in the City in this one both have have people who are doing things that are not great. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So. On that happy note. On that happy <laughs> note. Uh, yeah. On and on this long episode, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks. You can find us on social media by searching for Terrace House Talks at Twitter or on Facebook, or send us an email at terracehousetalks at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we really appreciate it when you like, rate, review, and subscribe uh, to any of our posts or our uh, our podcast as a whole, and to tell a friend. We There's only a few weeks left, so better get in any questions you want. That's true. Um, should we announce now what we want to do is like our post- season finale wrap no, up no no we'll just we'll just tease it okay okay yeah just let it be known that let we it probably be known. will not a decree goes out <laughs> <laughs> uh we will not that episode 36's uh regular episode will not be our final episode we'll have we'll at do least one more one more or we'll, we'll have some other things to do so uh yeah that'll be fun <laughs> um so i think with that we're gonna end and we'll see you next week thanks Jenna.